All right. Good morning, everybody. It's the Joe and Casey show or Cup of Joe with Casey and Joe is what we're going with. Good morning, Casey. Hi, Joe. Happy. How Monday. are you? I'm doing great. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Happy belated Father's Day. Equally. Awesome. Hope you had a good weekend. We always like to start these with our best and worst of the week. Casey, why don't you go first, but give me the worst of last week. Well, all right. It wasn't when the assistant of the CEO of a client of mine called me up over the weekend and I thought, oh, this must be important. I couldn't take the call at the moment. I called her back and and she goes, oh, my apologies. I was calling the dog walker. And I said, I said to her, I said, oh, I didn't know I had gotten a promotion, you know, and I said, no big deal. Then from someone internally in Highland, it also was not um, calling me on several different emails uh, or uh, correspondence, Ms. Casey Fernandez. And then I got Mrs. Casey <laughs> Fernandez and she works within 20 feet of me. And then, um, and then lastly, this morning is Joe, I think you saw, I'm fixing a cup of Joe for Casey and Joe and um and someone throws it out i mean it was it, it was hot so you know not i'm not a dog walker i'm not a, a she-male and i like my coffee but the worst was actually um finding out on friday last week i had mentioned that someone was leaving that was that's going to be frustrating and like all of us no one's perfect right and i found out that the information we had conveyed to a client was inaccurate and i hate that because clients rely on us for uh, guidance, for advice, and for help. And when we have to go back to the client and say, hey, remember when we met at your renewal in May and I told you your insurance was gonna be this much? My faux pas, it's gonna be this much. And that's not a conversation I'm looking forward to happen happening. So I've gotta make some calls and talk with the carrier as well as internally with Highland because I don't really believe clients should pay for our mistakes, but we'll see what happens. I got gotcha. you. Very good. You know, when I think back over the the kind of the worst things of last week, there, there's just a couple that stand out. Um, the first thing that stands out is this week I have a convention, which is great. I'm going to see people in person with a, a, a client partner who I do a, a good amount of business with. So it's always great to make, you know, those connections and shake hands with people and stuff. But then I realized how much of it there's a meet and greet it from 6.30 to 8.30 on a Monday night. Yay, <laughs> right? And then there's these times during the day where we're supposed to be at the convention at our little booth, which is just a table with a skirt, right? And one of the things that I can't stand is, is time that's not utilized well. And what happens is during the, the presentation times, all the convention attendees are, you know, they're at the presentations. They're not talking to us. So I know that, you know, while it's great to have time with a um, in person with a client, there's also a lot of, I'll call it dead time. And I, I'm not a fan of sitting there with bad Wi-Fi trying to do business, <laughs> right? Uh, th that piece of it, you know, it just doesn't work. And and then the the second part was was that, you know, with things that are going on in my world, I always like to say, hey, when are we going to take a trip? When are we going to do this summer vacation thing? And right now, it's just not possible because of extra family you know, type situations that my wife has to be involved with. So, you know, we finally settled on maybe going to Chicago 
but we can't put a date on it because we don't know when other things are going to happen. So um, nice convention to go to, but I got to deal with convention type things, you know, and then, you know, the lack of having a good, uh, uh, a good plan for summer vacation. But let's, well, Joe, let's move Joe, I got to, well, I got to respond to this a little bit. Go ahead. You, know, it, you have a pretty darn good life when the issue is, eh, you know, maybe I don't get good Wi-Fi at the convention, but a little downtime and my vacation plan to go halfway across the continent hasn't quite solidified. You know, that those are pretty good problems, I have to say. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just that, you know, the kids will have one summer of 2022. That's it. And the summers yeah. after the, they do their, you know, vacation Bible school stuff. I mean, the summer is basically July and maybe the last week or two of June. That's it. August 10th, they go back to school. So you really have a short window to you know, do, you know, a family vacation type of thing. And then you throw in the extra stuff and, you know, I get a little grumpy about it. But anyways, let's let's go back to the best stuff. What looked good for you this past week? Best stuff, but coming, uh, just a quick comment, just because I respect how you value time so much, I'm going to give you a, a technology hint for the future so you're not standing around wasting time. Hang on a second. Go ahead. This is called a book. Five minutes with Vito? It doesn't matter what the book is. The point is, these things can be read no matter what the Wi-Fi is. So I just wanted to share that with you because I know you are Mr. Technology and I am uh, Mr. Old School. So I thought, uh, I thought- I'll look up the YouTube video synopsis of five minutes with Vito. I'll do it in two. <laughs> good for you. All right. Best, um, best of last week. There was so many good things about last week. And Joe, I have to say, the flight to Boca with you, for those of you do, who do not know, Joe has a pilot's license, and he is a very good pilot. And I enjoyed a flight down to Boca from uh, the Sanford Airport uh, in, a, in a Cessna, and it was, it was so much fun. And we just had a great time. But being a father and getting all three of my kids who all live scattered across the country all call me and talk to me about 35, 40 minutes each yesterday, was priceless. So um, that was that was the best of uh, last week, Joe. The um, the cool thing about what we did was was the weather always plays the factor. If the weather isn't good, you you just don't go or you divert or whatever because you don't mess with Mother Nature. And we had beautiful weather going down. We were warm coming back until we got up to I don't know six thousand feet or whatever. In case you realized the lapse rate, which is two degrees per thousand. And it was 12 degrees less and 88 on the ground means 76 up at 6,000 feet. So I, I, that was good. So that was actually my best of the week as well, was the fact that we pulled off a successful combo trip, time in the plane, time for business, time to, you know, enjoy the, uh, enjoy the neat thing called flying. So thank you for being my first true business guest that went on a plane with me. And thank you for being brave enough to do it. It was it was my pleasure. We have photos we will share. <laughs> That's right. I was trying to pull the photos up, but we'll we'll post them uh, uh, somewhere else. So Casey and I uh, obviously are insurance professionals, which means we deal with the lovely topic of uh, business insurance, workers' compensation, employee benefits, and we thought we'd give a little bit of a history and and where does stuff come from, right? So Casey, why don't you lead us off with with how business insurance and, and pick maybe one aspect of business insurance that you think um, folks would like to hear. Well, we can, you know, I don't know if they'd like to hear about it, but deductible is uh, sim simply enough. 
Uh, a deductible is simply your skin in the game for uh, an insurance policy. This is on the property and casualty side. So yeah. let's say, let's take your car insurance. You know, you can get a 250, a $500, a $1,000 deductible and some corresponding change in premium for, you know, for deciding, you know, what risk you want to take. I think nowadays, just as an aside on automobile, you know, you get a pebble hitting your windshield, um, although in Florida that's covered 100%, but if it hits the side panel of your car, brand new car, believe me, it, it's going to cost a thousand bucks to repair. It's amazing how expensive stuff is. But deductible is simply your skin in the game and what what's get what gets paid, the insurance company, um, you know, will pay the balance and then you pay uh, you pay your portion. So, Casey, do you find that a lot of times um, clients don't know or forget or maybe kind of disregard what the deductible is on a, you know, on a specific type of coverage? Yeah, all the time. I mean, let's face it, in insurance for most of us is not a very exciting topic. Got it. So I see people that they've got 15 year old cars on their auto schedule for a, a commercial company. They have a $250 deductible for comprehensive and collision and 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 a 15 year old car is pretty much worthless. Oh, like the photo. There you so, go. Um, took me a while to yeah. put, put it up, but I wanted to put it up. Yeah, so, I mean, it's what I call blocking and tackling. Most of us don't do it. You know, like every week, Joe, you've got a, you or your kids, somebody has to take out the garbage has to take out the recycling. There's certain maintenance things that need to be done. And, you know, no one really wants to touch insurance. And so a lot of times it does not get done and people don't know what their deductibles are and how it's impacting them. So when you talk to your clients about a deductible, right, do you say to them, hey, is are you okay with the deductible where it's at? Do you want it higher to maybe lower the premium? Like, do you, do you tackle that as its own topic of a conversation? Or since a lot of coverages are mandated to have this deductible, do you, do you kind of move through it fairly quickly? Uh, great question. Depends on the client. I think um, I think the, the conversation has to be addressed, you know, every once in a while. I mean, if we talked about it last renewal and they said, OK, we want to change to this, we, we kind of go back and look, hey, how's that working? That's great. OK, we, we keep moving on. Might be a 60 second conversation. But especially with new clients, you want to look at what what's been done in the past, how it's affected them, and what options there could be. A lot of times, we'll get different deductibles quoted within the within the um, the renewal, and that way the client can choose A, B, or C. Got it. Yeah. So on the benefits side, just to pivot over, the deductible on the medical piece is usually the one that people get excited about the most. A lower deductible, higher premium. A higher deductible lower premium right and a lot of times we have programs where the deductible applies only to certain things and then on some tax advantaged accounts like hsas it applies to everything um, a lot of times people will see a deductible and then really not encapsulate what that means right so can i look at a two thousand dollar deductible and understand that if this event occurs i'm on the hook for the first two thousand on the benefit side it's it's really a, a number of layers of decision making of putting of managers and leaders putting themselves in the shoes of the employees. If this happens to me, I've got to know that my employees are OK paying the first one thousand, two thousand, three thousand or whatever it is. In Florida, it's very common to have 
around a four or $5,000 deductible as the low cost plan and do leaders and, and, and um, folks that make decisions look at that and go, I'm okay with my employees being exposed to that. And in some cases, the answer is yes. <clears throat> they understand that it's a, it's a pretty rare event in most cases where they have to be exposed to the deductible. Um, and it's also a matter of the simple economics that if you have a, a $2,500 deductible versus a $5,000 deductible, um, there's a significant premium difference over each employee enrolled in that plan. And usually health insurance specifically is the their highest labor expense after payroll, right? They pay right. payroll, then they pay for health insurance in terms of largest bill out. So on, on the benefit side, and that's existed for a long, long, long time where a, a deductible is applied specifically to inpatient events, um, more commonly to other things. They might have parts of their prescription drug program that are exposed to a deductible. So it's really been very interesting that we see deductibles I don't know that that business leaders really take the time and and settle themselves down into, you know, my name is Bill. I'm the leader of this. Uh, I'm the CFO of this company. Would I at 25 be able to handle a five thousand dollar bill if I went into the hospital? I don't know that they really do that and think about that because it's hard for people to really set themselves back in their own shoes. Casey, what are your thoughts? I think that's a great point, and a lot of a lot of times having that high deductible also has a corresponding jump in certain industries and workers comp claims because people realize hey i can't afford a uh i can't afford a four thousand dollar bill you know i'll um i'll see if this uh this might fit in workers comp yeah you know it's interesting you bring that up because what people do um specifically nowadays if they have a high out-of-pocket cost for going into the emergency room well, part of the emergency room agreement that hospitals have with the state they're in is that they don't charge if the person is, has an inability to pay. So regardless of your ability to pay in an emergency room, you will get treated, stabilized, and then released. You may not get cured, right? right. For example, if you go in with a broken leg, they're responsible to make sure that you're stable, that you can, you know, in somewhat limited fashion, move around, but they're not fixing the broken leg unless your life is in danger. So usually you go to the emergency room, they stabilize you, they take some pictures of it, make sure there's no bone fragments. And then you have to set up time with your orthopedist to get your broken leg set and, you know, in a cast or an internal cast or whatever. So lots of the companies that we deal with have members that will go to the emergency room regardless of their out-of-pocket cost and, and um, access care there because they know regardless of their ability to pay, they will get treated. So got it. Great guys, well look, that's about all our time today. We wanted to talk a little bit about deductibles and of course the best and worst of the week. We're gonna thank you and then if you wanna stick around, Christine, are you still here? Because I know that we had a core question of the week and we'll throw this on the end if uh, if you both are amenable. Yep, I'm here. So right. this one's just kind of silly. So what is a decade that you would most like to visit and why? So think sort of back to the future. If you could go to any decade, where would you go? Yeah, there is, and a decade is a long time. Casey, where would you go? Or when would you go, Ralph? Right, when? <laughs> Sorry. Well, if, if, if we limit it, let's, let's just go look historically. I think it would be cool to be uh, hanging around, um, you know, Jerusalem around the year zero 
and, uh, <laughs> and and see and see what's going on. Or maybe I should say the year 30, um, you know, um, A.D. And, um, you know, see what was going on, because uh, that's uh, Christianity is the foundation for much of Western civilization. And um, I think it would be pretty cool to see what was going on. Of course, since I don't speak Hebrew or Aramaic I or Latin, I probably <laughs> would need a couple years to get up to speed. That's right. Yeah, it, it always brings you down to a, a, a part where, oh, I'm the guy in the decade that is the stranger. I'm going to get beat up, cast out, and then end up on the side of the road and you'll get to learn nothing. You know, I, I think I would probably go into the future where I could see, I could have my memories and everything put in a computer so that I could recall everything and I could go back and forth in, in time and relive the memories, like say with you know, folks that have passed on, like my mom uh, or my aunts or uncles, that sort of thing. Because as we get older, we've got so many memories and everything. We always kind of, you know, forget about some of the the earlier memories, right? So I'd I'd like to go to a time when I don't want to say I could have the potential to live forever, but I could at least review and be in in charge of my life, seeing all the things that I I have done, people that I've met, experiences that I've had. Um, with easy access. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think that's that's an awesome. I like how you tied in with family. And of course, you could always see how those uh, deductible choices turned out. <laughs> awesome. Christine, thank you so much for our core question of the week, folks. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we look forward to next time. Everybody have a great week. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye, John. See you.